0: If you could have five minutes with your younger self, what would you listen for? Children have a perspective on life that is very simple. They are open-minded, genuine, and kind. They also often teach us more about ourselves than we teach them. Welcome to Season 3 of In Pursuit called If You Could Have Five Minutes with Your Younger Self. May this season bring out your inner child. today on in pursuit i sat down with Shireen, and she is 12 years old she is actually sharon's younger sister so sharon was in the episode i think we titled it stand up to stand out back in season one but today Shireen and i just dive into so many different topics and she really is just vulnerable and open in today's conversation so without giving too much away because it was just that good i just want you guys to hear it for yourself She really just talked about body image and ignorance and what it's like to grow up in suburban iowa as a immigrant black girl and so i think her story is just so well spoken and well shared and everything that she lays out is applicable to all ages and very applicable to the times so i really hope that you enjoy this conversation and take away her points and what she shared and i just learned so much from this gal so Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you like it. So I'll just have you start off by saying your name, your age, and what year are you in school.
1: So I'm Shireen, and I'm going to seventh grade.
0: And what's one thing you've been doing to stay busy this summer?
1: Mostly hanging out with friends. But other than that, redecorating my bathroom, helping around the house, and playing outside.
0: Is this definitely different from other summers when we could like go to the water park or stuff like that?
1: It's much more different. It's not as fun as I thought it would be. A lot of my camps and like basketball stuff has been canceled. So really there's only like hanging out with friends. That's because a lot of stuff are closed right now.
0: Yeah, how does it feel to have, like, your basketball camps canceled?
1: It feels um, frustrating. It's kind of a new lifestyle with everything that has been going on with the virus. Mm -hmm. And it takes some getting used to, but eventually, I think that eventually everything will get back to normal.
0: So what is one thing that people often assume about you?
1: One thing people usually often assume about me is well, if it's from school, like a first day of school, especially during sixth grade, people thought I was automatically mean or dangerous or something like that because of I was in my grade. I am taller than most people and bigger than most people, so they thought, and me being black too, that they thought saw it as a threat, kind of.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Once they got to know me, I guess things got better.
0: How'd that make you feel, like? Being seen as mean, yeah, obviously that's not who you are.
1: It's sad that people weren't so educated about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that they didn't, they, they thought that they could judge me without even getting to know me.
0: Mm-hmm. Where do you think like ignorance stems from, and how do you think we can be more educated when we're approaching our peers?
1: Well, that type of ignorance is either, if not taught, it's just something that, it's something that they assume. And mm-hmm. I feel like some of that stuff is not taught in school. Some of the stuff that we're, we're supposed to be learning in school is not taught in school. Or their parents are telling them the wrong things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But ignorance is ignorance. It Sometimes you just can't be taught.
0: Right? Have you ever encountered that like face-to-face with someone or had to tell someone something that they should already know?
1: I have. Somebody thought that I was going to steal their money at a football game
0: mm-hmm. and
1: was not. And they came up to me and they were like, if you're trying to steal my money, I'm not going to let that happen. And I said, I was not trying to steal your money. I was looking at the football game. I was not looking at you. And she took it the wrong way and thought that I was trying to talk back to her, even though she was the same exact age as me.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: she, thought I was very disrespectful because of that. And they just perceived it wrongly.
0: That's so frustrating. What did you do
1: after that? I did not want to make a scene because there was a lot of people around, and obviously she didn't want to change her mind. So I just politely walked away. It wasn't worth something. Mm, I'm sorry.
0: Kind of how like everything's going on with George Floyd and the protests. Yeah. Like, do you think it's? I know a lot of people are saying like it's not up to your. Um, colored friends to educate you and what's Mm -hmm. your opinion on that
1: personally I feel like they they should already be educated about this stuff and the fact that they're not is the sad part for us to educate them is too much because there's so much stuff that we they need to know that we can't put into words sometimes we can't put our experience into words sometimes too it's kind of it's hard you know especially at my age like there's like people that like just do not care about it really
0: do you think there's such a thing as being too young to care
1: no and I think I think it's just also ignorance too Mm -hmm. with that and just the fact that they're not wanting to know because they know it's something bad and they know it's something that's not right but they don't want it to be taught to them. Sometimes they just don't want to know the truth even though it hurts.
0: But that shouldn't stop them from wanting to know more, wanting to understand your experiences.
1: Yes, of course.
0: You were talking about how this isn't really taught to anyone or it's not talked about in schools. What is something that you think should be taught in school?
1: Just the plain-out racism that Black people even our age go through. Mm -hmm. And like there's a lot of stuff from like our history that we were not taught in school that I had to learn from either a sibling or my mom. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was something that some of the things that they should have been like taught, like just like playing out racism and things that like how badly our people were treated back then
0: mm-hmm.
1: and stuff. They just, they, cause I realized in school a lot, they show the nice things about the stuff we did. Like, um, like our movements, you know, that made greater things. Right. But sometimes they need to know the darker things to know how bad it was and how bad it still is sometimes.
0: Did your family do a good job of explaining that stuff and showing you what it was like?
1: Yeah, especially my older sister, Sharon, she helped me. And she kind of, like, explained it for my age especially because <laughs> a lot of it was, like, Really bad, and like she didn't want to scare me, but like I wanted to know because it's my history too. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's just sad to see that it used to be like that.
0: I like how you said it's my history too. Like that's why people should care, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, that's why we need to have these conversations in our households, in our classrooms, and in our Mm -hmm. friendships
1: yeah
0: especially in a place like Iowa where and the suburban Iowa, not a lot of people are of color, so yeah, do you find that
1: hard to kind of just be the minority in your class? Well, um well, being born and raised in Iowa is just kind of something I've gotten used to. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you kind of get used to everything that's brought your way, even though sometimes it hurts and it's kind of harder, especially when I was younger, I tried to f- try to way to find a way to fit in, right. And not, like, I try to straighten my hair, try to look like other girls at my school. And I just didn't want to be me. But as I'm getting older, I realize that if, like, I'm not me, then people are going to think that, like, I'm trying to base myself off of where I've been born and where other people do. But I want people to see me for the real me now. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And not who I want to be.
0: No, I definitely relate. I remember trying to straighten my hair, trying to wear justice.
1: Yes, oh my gosh, yes.
0: And it's like, that's not who I am and that's not what my hair is like. And, yeah. but I definitely relate to just trying to be like people like around you and Mm -hmm. wanting to fit in and wanting to blend in as much. Like when I was younger, um, my mom would always ask me if I wanted to put in like colors in my braids. And I was Mm like, no, I just want all black because I don't want to stand out more than I already
1: do. Mm -hmm. Because personally, I used to only get black braids, but my favorite color is purple, right? And so in fourth grade, I really wanted to get purple, but I didn't want to see as weird or different. But I got it anyways because I knew if that makes me happy, I shouldn't have to cover it up just because of what I think other people are going to think. So I got black those purple braids, it was mixed with black, of course, but I got those purple braids, and it made me really happy, and it kind of just taught me like, if it makes me happy, then like I feel like I shouldn't care what other people think about it.
0: That's so yeah. powerful. And how did you feel after getting that? and just realizing like I should just do whatever I feel like.
1: I felt like I felt I was really proud of myself, not only proud, but I, it was just nice to see how far I'd been coming
0: you were talking about Sharon a little bit earlier. Who is someone
1: that you really look up to? Either my mom, my grandma who passed away. I loved her a lot. She passed away in 2017. She was here for a while and then went back to Africa and passed. Mm-hmm. But she was very loving, even though it was kind of hard to her to speak um, English. Um, she always tried to find a way to put important message out there for me mm-hmm. and, um she made you feel so loved to the point where it was just a different type of love right, and I have a lot of good memories with her, but there are cherished memories, and she knows she's in a better place
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I'm still growing to learn the fact that she's not here, but it's a journey that will take a while. She was a very hardworking woman too. With my mom, my mom is my best friend, honestly. Um, she's taught me everything. She's gone through such a, char- a hard childhood, harder than I could even imagine. And she's a very strong person. And I look up to her so greatly. Even though sometimes I'm not the best to her, I we still grow in our, our relationship together. And she does so much for all of us and for me. And she tries. She brings out the best to me, truly. And she always makes me feel loved.
0: Yeah. I don't even have words. I'm like speechless. What you just said was like, Ooh. <laughs> You said that your grandma taught you a lot of things and that she instilled some values in you while she was here. Do you have an example that
1: Mm -hmm. you'd like to share? She was just trying to tell me about like a lot of things that we were taught here, like the golden rule is one of them. Mm -hmm. She was, she saw about how differently you could be treated in America too, and she kind of took that and tried to teach me about stuff, even though half the time I could not understand her. I don't know why, but I had such like I was so interested in things that she was trying to tell me, and she always wanted me to read the Bible herself. She did not really know Jesus that much; she did, but at her age, it was kind of hesitant, you know
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and I knew she had diabetes, so I didn't know how long she was going to be with us. Mm. So when I heard she was coming, my number one goal is that she knew God and that she read her Bible. And I did that for every single day that she was here. I made sure that she got closer to God and made sure that she was praying. Even if it was not even in English, that she was praying and having a good relationship with God because I knew one day I wanted to see her in heaven with me. Even though might take a while
0: mm-hmm. I
1: know that I know that she's in a good place and I know that I've done something that meant a lot to me honestly it's one of my proudest accomplishments
0: that's amazing that's amazing that you took that step to just devoting in the word of God with her how do you view sharing the gospel especially like in middle school with your friends
1: or with your family it's hard you can be looked at differently, especially with my friends, something that I'm not proud of. I just kind of put my Christianity, I kind of shifted it to the side. I didn't really talk to anyone about it. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I'd say, oh, I'm a Christian, but I wouldn't tell anyone about the gospel of God. I wouldn't try to reach out. I did try taking some of my friends to church. I have one of my best friends. I take her to church as most as I can. Mm-hmm. And I try to get her closer to God, even though her family has a different religion with Buddhism. Mm-hmm. She wants to be a Christian, and she wants to get closer to God. And it's kind of hard if that may, my age, because, you know, a lot of things that, like, kids in my age, I say, like, if I don't see it, I don't believe it, you know?
0: Right.
1: And it's kind of hard to explain them because, like, it kinda, you kind of feel weird i look like a fool because like you're trying to talk to them about something that they can't see I'm trying to get them to believe about something but like it they just don't they like look at me as weird because like they're, like what are you talking about like I'm confused like it doesn't make sense you know it's it is hard but it's something that I want to get better at mm-hmm. because you know that I could be saving lives and people could get closer to God which is a godly and wonderful thing
0: That's so powerful that you're doing that in your life and in your relationships because that's sometimes it's hard to just even start that conversation.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Last time I asked you, you said you wanted to be a singer when you grew
1: up. (laughs) Does this still stand? Actually, no. Mm -hmm. I actually do not remember that. I've said a lot of things when I was younger. And I remember in preschool, I knew I wanted to be a doctor for kids. And help kids, but I didn't really know the specific like word for that. When I got older, i it was kind of like around like seven. I just kind of said random things like I want to be a singer. I want to be a vet, like stuff like that. Because I thought being a doctor was not as cool as like other people my grade. Like a lot of the boys wanted to be like a policeman or a fireman,
0: mm-hmm. or then
1: like, a lot of the girls wanted to be like a pop star or something like that. And I wanted to kind of fit in with what they were saying. Mm -hmm. and so I said that but then when I got older I'm like but I do want to be a doctor for kids and if that's something that I'm kind of passionate about I should look into it and then I realized that I wanted to be a pediatrician Mm -hmm. and I thought that it was just such a wonderful job to help kids that are in need sometimes I'm kind of shaky about what I want to do it puts me in a different perspective sometimes that I don't want to be in because I'm like what happens if I change it next year and like I won't know and it just it keeps on changing because right now like I don't even know what I want to do really Mm -hmm. other than that like I know what I want to do but I don't I kind of just want to live as a kid until I have to be treated like an adult exploring what you're
0: interested in I think is the most important thing and don't even stress about A final destination because even a lot of people my age don't know their. I don't know my final destination. So yeah, you kind of just have to discover and rediscover your interests along the way. Yeah. So what do you think of college? Do you want to go? What do you think of people in college and what do you think it's like? Of course, your older sister is in college, so you probably have an idea.
1: Personally, from my perspective of how I see it, it looks very stressful and very hard. It takes a lot of time for her. Half of her whole entire day is on the table doing all her homework. And it looks very challenging and hard. Mm
0: -hmm. But,
1: like, I want to go to college because I know it helped me with a career. But also, it just seems so much, especially so much money and so much time that goes into it. And, like, it takes a lot to even be able to graduate college. Mm -hmm. And it's... What I was saying about a pediatrician—it's gonna take a lot of years of college to get to that point, and a lot of studying and hard work. But honestly, college—it seems like in the end, it's gonna pay off. But truly, it sounds really hard. Something that I would not—she gets—I can tell how stressed she can get sometimes with like deadlines and like things being turned in. It just seems so different from what I'm, like, how I'm taught and how, like, especially with online schooling now, with everything that's going on, they have given them more homework because they think that they're home and they're not doing anything. So they think, oh, I'm just going to give them more homework than I I would usually give them if they were to come in class. And I can see that that's hard on her a lot and that they don't really see the fact that they are doing stuff out of school, mm-hmm. but I guess some teachers don't see that, but uh, no, I'm know, i just kind of scared for, like, where I'm going to go or, like, if I'm going to go somewhere, like, am I going to go by myself? I'm going to leave all my family behind. College seems like a like, good thing, but honestly, it's kind of scary, too.
0: What is one thing you would do to improve the world?
1: I know it kind of sounds cheesy and weird, but kindness. Something that's not really around. Sometimes, especially at my school, kindness. People like to judge quickly. If you don't do this, you're not cool. Just to, and like especially as like something that I want to do to change the world. Especially is like with, um, and I know at my age it's kind of hard, but like I know a lot of my friends they get really insecure very fastly about just like how they look compared to like Instagram models or stuff like that. And I wanna like, when I get older, especially, I kinda wanna be like, I wanna empower other girls to like, cause I personally, I think that every single girl and every person is beautiful because they are. But just some people don't always get that or been told that. And they, society makes them think that they're this or that when they're not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think that having girls know. How, how, how like, beautiful and how, like they, like, they mean to the world. I think that will help because I know, like, a lot of girls commit suicide just because of what people say about them on the internet especially or, like, what they've been told or stuff like that or abusive homes like that. I want, like, I want to be able to get older and be, like, just to empower them and know. Like, a lot of people have gone through a hard time just to be there for them too. Because something personally, too, I usually get insecure into, into very fastly, especially with summer around. And I would, like, I, I told myself this year, I'm not going swimming at all. I cannot put a swimsuit on. Or I'm not going to wear dresses or, like, tank tops. Because I didn't know what other people would say about me. And I got scared. And I thought, I'm just going to wear sweatpants and sweatshirts all of summer. But then I talk to myself, I'm like, people, and something that, like, I've told myself a lot is that people that love me, they don't love me for some what somebody else looks like. They love me for me and mm-hmm. what I look like and what I do and how I act. And that's why people love me. They don't want, They don't love me and they don't want me to look like somebody else. They want me to look like me and they want me to act like me. They don't want me to act like, oh, this person that I saw that's so beautiful that I think. But I think that, That's something, especially with society going on, girls are taught, if you don't have this or that and look like that and have this, then then you're not pretty or you're not worth it or you're not cool. And that's not true because even a lot of things that people post and share is only the perfect sides of their life and not the dark times and that no one's perfect, but that's something that's always been portrayed. I think that being able to speak up to other people in my grade and even higher to just know their worth can really have an effect on an everyday life. It's very hard to see it from a different angle because like, I remember telling myself, like how can I say I'm beautiful when this girl looks like that? Like mm-hmm. how can I even think of it? I was really sad on not swimming because personally swimming in the summer is my favorite thing. Like mm-hmm. I could swim for 12 hours and not be tired. But I told myself, you know, I cannot put a swimsuit on. I don't want to be judged with my friends or with anyone else. I don't want to, like, because I was there. I'm not as skinny as the other girls at my school. I'm not the, I call a lot of them are very, very small too. But, like, I just thought, like, it doesn't really matter what they think because if they judge me, then they're not my true friends and that they don't love me for me. And so... Eventually, I did put a swimsuit on this summer, and I'm very proud of myself because I've kind of come a long way with that. And I thought I just stopped caring about what other people would think because I don't want to stop my happiness just because of what someone else is going to say or think about it.
0: You're so wise, Shireen. I don't, like, you're leaving me speechless. <laughs> yeah. But I love everything you've shared with us today, and thank you for opening and being vulnerable and just pouring out your heart. Because someone will hear this and feel the same way that you do, and they'll take your advice. And you've shared a lot, and I thank you so much.
1: Yeah, of course. I'm glad.
0: Before we go, do you have a book recommendation or your favorite book?
1: It's called The Land of Stories. It's a series. Um, it sounds weird and like the first book I was reading and I did not like it whatsoever and there's six books and I started reading them and they became really good especially if you like Goldilocks and the three birds like stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, very very charming stories like that like it's all put into a whole book series and it was kind of nice and that was today's
0: episode with Shireen I Really, again, I think that she was just so open and shared so many valuable, valuable takeaways. And so definitely tell me what you thought of this episode by either going and continuing the conversation on Instagram or sending me an email and I will pass on a message to her because, again, I think she's just so wise and well-spoken. So thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.